she make she 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 make my electro kick off right.
that's there and that da 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 and uh hey hey it's uh it's bug house square it's uh <clears throat> it's another week at uh at home <laughs> yep but uh uh easter's behind us and uh um you know i'm, I'm uh, 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 uh easter's behind us that's all i can say and i hope you've had a good week um <clears throat> i'm a little uh disappointed because um, I did a show last week, and uh, we we're supposed to get it loaded up, and we had technical problems, so it didn't make it up as of yet. It's a classic Easter show, so I'm hoping to get that up there. Um, first of all, um, I hope you're all doing um, sufficient in this uh, these times of isolation and uh, quarantining, stuff like that. Um, uh, we're doing, uh, I don't know healthy uh i'm lucky i still get to work although i did uh, take the day off which was very nice um went to the beach and uh, it was <laughs> you know we had to walk the dog it was uh, very essential but there was quite a distance uh, between everybody it was kind of a kind of a gray day so not a big not a big sell the beach on a cold gray day but um I like it because uh, when I go out there, I'm like, all right, you know, because that was a, I, I didn't see an ocean until I was in my, <laughs> I don't know, I was like, I don't know, uh, my late teens, I guess, uh, I saw my first ocean. Was it even an ocean? I think it was just a, yeah, it was just a golf. Damn, it wasn't even the ocean. And then uh, my brother, he went to school in Arizona, and he took me to San Diego, and that was the first time that I saw, so that was, I was probably 18, 19, uh, thanks Keith, that was a, that was a good one, drove from Tucson to San Diego, which is not that bad, but uh, you drive through the, uh, the hottest places in the world, um, it's very hot, so hot that they have, like, barrels of water every, <laughs> like, every few miles, so just, just in case, yeah. So um, yeah, I hope all is uh, is uh, acceptable. Um, if you have the opportunity to, or, and maybe you're just like, all right, man, I just gotta like, I'm set, you know, monetarily. Um, I'm working from home, doing this and this. Anyway, what I'm getting to is if you may have some expendable income, and people are. There's uh, philanthropy is really um, it's it's show, it's rearing its beautiful head in this in these times and there are people who who are comfortable and have uh have money to give so if you're one of those folks and you're enjoy uh, meeting your radio programming uh check into there we've got a gofundme page and uh, we're just trying to raise money and now it's like it's really hard and and we're um i think this is the most uh uh yeah, this is this is the worst that it's ever been. I mean, it's always there's always a struggle with money, but it's like a struggle with money, and then you throw this in the mix, and uh, it's rough. I mean, Pam's having a hard time, and um, uh, yeah, I don't know. So if you see the the GoFundMe thing, if you can kick in a few bucks, that's great. Um, aside from that, uh, you know, everything's doing okay around here. Um, like I said, I'm still working, and um, uh, Easter is behind us. Uh, had a good one, you know. Um, you ever had oysters? Um, 
I love oysters. I don't I don't eat them often. <laughs> as often as I should. But I'm not like the royal raw oyster guy, although I can do that, but um for me it's like oysters on a grill. All right, so here's the thing. I go to the uh farmers market, which is like walking distance. It's crawling distance for me. And um I got my kid is like obsessed with um tangerines so i got him like you know 15 pounds of tangerines to last him a couple days and i got uh, a dozen plus he always throws in a couple extra he's a good dude man i don't know where this guy's from somewhere south down under i don't know where he's he's like it's like australia but like somewhere like way deep in australia but he does the uh he sells oysters so i got like you know, you do the dozen and he throws in a couple extra because he's, uh, he's good like that. It's good business. So I had like, uh, some oysters and you, and you, so you, you shuck them and it's a, it's a, I don't do this often. Maybe twice a year we'll have, um, indulge in this. So you got to get a grill going and you get these oysters, right? So they're like fucking, you know, I don't know if you know what an oyster looks like. <laughs> it's like. All right, where do I start here? Uh, so I've got a, a specific knife, and I get these, like, really uh, heavy gloves on just in case there's an errant, you know, jab. I don't want to sever an artery or anything. So um, I've got a kind of a special knife. It's not that sp – it's not like a chucking knife. <laughs> they want $17 for those. It's too much. I have a knife that, that, that works good. So you you crack the shell open, and then you got a kind of – Loosen them up there because, of course, they're they're a living thing. They scream a little, but you you put that out of your mind because uh, they taste so good. So and then you like um, scrape them off the shell so you can just uh, there's no uh, there's nothing in between you and consumption. So you do that, and then um, I chop up some garlic and real fine, and I sprinkle a little garlic. So uh, so after I like pull the the top shell off, you put the there's one side that has got more cupped, and you want to keep the uh, you want to keep the juice because the juice is good. Yes, the juice must be kept. And then you put some uh, um, garlic in there and a little bit of butter, and then uh, you put them all on a tray, right? So you got them all in the half shell kind of thing, and you go down, and the grill's going, and you throw them on there. Within a couple of minutes, they're like boiling really nicely, and and then you just put some uh, tapatio on there. It's like a kind of a, you know, like a Tabasco type E sauce. And you just, oh man, they're so good. So, but they're, there's, they're, it's kind of like such a decadent kind of thing, you know. So we do, we get like three or four a piece and it's like, hmm, that's nice. And you get like a couple times a year. So yeah, that's my little uh, oyster story. I hope you enjoyed it. Um. Uh, yeah, Mutiny Radio, uh, corner of 21st in Florida, where it's always, uh, flat and sometimes sunny. Um, it's, uh, kind of forgot what it looks like there. I haven't been there in a while. We're, we're laying low. People are still rolling through there, though, so, um, we'll see. Um, after a couple more weeks, hopefully, and, you know, I don't know, we're trying to keep, um, May... May's rent's going to be rough, so again, please help us out. Even beyond our dues that that are uh, that we're we're paying, um, let me grab these records and we'll talk about what.
Okay, we had uh, L.A. Woman. That was great. Um, I I want to do a show of like uh, I don't know what to call it. It's like anthropomorphizing, um, but no, it's not that. It's like when you take an inanimate object and give it like um, human qualities. So that I'm going to do a show. Maybe that is anthropomorphizing. Uh, we had Mississippi Muddy Waters, uh, Streamline Woman from the uh, Mississippi Muddy Live. Uh, that's just a great record. Sade, 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 Smooth Operator. That is just the, <laughs> that song, or uh, this whole record is just, uh, it sounds so good. Like if you listen to it in headphones, it's just, a, it's so uh, sonically just like perfect, you know, all the, the fidelity, it's just, it's a pleasure to listen to. James Brown, before that, uh, we did, that was the um, uh, I Walked Alone, that was uh, the Fabulous Flames, James Brown, so that was kind of early before he like broke out with the uh, funk guys. Uh, Sly and the Family Stone, we did uh, Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again. Uh, from the greatest hits record, I just love this record. I always like, I wanted a, I wanted a star vest and tie, in a in a, in a crocheted hat when I was a kid. I didn't ever get that though. Um, the Beatles uh, from the Revolver record, uh, uh, um, ha uh, um, Tomorrow Never Knows. David Bowie from the Station to Station record. We did Stay. Um, James Addiction. We did uh, The Mountain Song. Errol Smith. Before that, we did Last Child. Flames of these flames. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. We did. What did we do? Um, oh, yeah. Fortunate Son. Rolling Stones. We did. Um, let it, no, we did, uh, um, no, 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 Give Me Shelter, uh, Misty, Mountain, uh, Misty Mountain Hop, we did from Led Zeppelin, and we opened up with Utopia from Oops, Wrong Planet, Abandoned City, that's a, yeah, Utopia, they're, uh, they're an acquired taste, but I like that, that's a good song. I think that song's like salt, you know, I mean, you can't really, unless you've got like some sort of condition, you really should be able to enjoy that. A uh, segment we do in this show is called Rise from the Basement because it's no lie in the basement we're miles apart. No surprise. Eh. Going to rise from the basement. And what it is, it's home record. It's any style, any genre. It just has to be recorded where you're sleeping, where you're living, where you're doing, you know, you're doing your day-to-day. -day. And uh, I didn't talk this screen out, so I'm going to have to turn it. Turn it on. All right. Um, let's see. My secret code in the secret. Shh. Not there we go. Okay, so this is the dead, uh, just dead Letterman, and this is Tap Room Queen is the name of the record. I'm gonna go and see what is. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say what this is. Uh, Maven Letterman perform as Dead Letterman, a solo punk act from Louisville, Kentucky. Just released a new single, Tap Room Queen. Uh, plan to start working on a full-length record this summer. 
All production and recording is done in my home. I provide links to my music for your review as well as my social media handles. Hope to hear from you soon. Stay safe out there. Thanks. Um, thanks, Maven. Let's see. We're going back. Let's see. I'm doing. I'm. Um, um, God, I don't know what song this is. Dave, maybe Taproom Queen. Uh, I'm going to say this is Taproom Queen's the name of the song. this thing we're touching it again we're, we're touching it again here's the pause button and the dots it's accepted my request
never seemed to notice I was there at all. Always seemed to look the other way. Winter days were colder when I was all alone. Wasn't I surprised to feel this warmth inside? The way it feels to be alone with you. So if I try to hold you, and I might try to make you stay, remember I have tried to hold the colors of the morning sun, tried to keep it shining when the summer's day was done. Know that I was lonely when I was all alone. Love was not an easy word to laugh about, and still it's not an easy word to say. When I was all alone, wasn't I surprised to feel this warm inside? The way it feels to be alone with you. So if I try to hold you, and I might try to make you stay. Colors of the morning sun. Tried to keep it shining when the summer's day was done. Yeah, it's Paul Williams, When I Was All Alone. Paul Williams, he was a uh, singer-songwriter of uh, um, a certain amount of uh, success uh, in years past. Um, We're going back to the basement. Let me grab this so I can read it in its uh, full glory. This is Howie Zoe, Z-O-W, Zow, Howie Zow. Let me tell you a little bit about the artist. Uh, He attended high school in Woodstock, New York. Um, it was there the young electric guitar player uh, stage's experience began by sitting in with blues acts in the local clubs. After moving to Greenwich Village, da, 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 read more. Can't do it, Howie, but I will. I mean, you know what? I'm going to go back and at least say we're uh, um, going to do the 
all of these songs are recorded in uh, the room next to the kitchen. Um, next, the the, uh, the room next to the kitchen. Um, sort of a uh, finished garage. I'm uh, playing all the instruments, self-engineered, with my half-broken 1997 1604. I have one of those. No, I don't. Um, um I don't know the 1604. I think I had like the 1204 or something like that. And a uh, single ADAT. All right. So if you guys know, that's a um, that's a tape machine. That's a digital tape machine. I'm using a Monster Vintage 1970s Tama. Uh, Percenter drum kit. Okay. Uh, Washburn. Man, he's like detailed. Uh, Epiphone, Les Paul, GNL bass. Um, these are not the final masters, but close. Um, Okay, that, uh, we got that. Let's go and uh, check this out. This one is called Space Madness. And uh, so this is Howie Zhao. If you dig this, look for him uh, on Reverb Nation. Doing that, I'm touching this. Touching at the circle, chasing its tail. I remember that one. It's been a while since I've seen the uh, tail chasing circle, but uh, it's always, um, uh, well, now it's taking a little longer. So I'm going to touch it again. And then touch it. Um, here we go. Wait. I'm touching it again. Are you doing it? Are you doing it, Howie? This is crazy. And the thing that sucks with this is I don't have a record set up, so I don't have I don't have the way. So let's see. Wait, maybe that's the end. I'm touching this again. Let's try another one. We're that's uh, let's do one more chance, one more second chance. Wait, I'm going back to Space Madness because I think what happened was it play it. It did something that made it go all the way to the end of the song. So this is Howie's out. I'm so sorry. I'm just like really bad with uh, this sort of thing. <laughs>
sitting over here on parchment farm. Well, I'm sitting over here on parchment farm. I'm sitting over here on Parchment Farm and I ain't never done no man no harm. Well, I'm putting that cotton in a 11 foot sack. Well, I'm putting that cotton in a 11 foot sack. Cotton in a eleven foot sack with a twelve gauge shotgun at my back. Sitting over here on number nine. I'm sitting over here on number nine. Well, I'm sitting over here on number nine, and all I did was drink my wine. Yeah, it's uh, Mose Allison, Parchment Farm. Dag nabbit. Uh, we'll go back to the basement. Uh, from the, this is Bomb Erotica, all right? All right, uh, she's out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Dreaming of a Blizzard's the name of this uh, record, and uh, Night Runs is the name of the song. Bomb Erotica is the artist. Oh, crap, I touched something. Damn it. Um, let me go back. Um, yeah, Night Runs is this. Uh, Bomb Erotica, if you dig this, look for her on Bandcamp. Touching that. That, so turn that, pause button comes back. (laughs) 
box just for wishes and dreams that had never come true the box would be empty except for the memory of how they were answered by you but there never seems to be enough time to do the things you want to do once you find them Looked around enough to know that you're the one I want to go through time with. Yeah, it's Tim Croce, uh, Time in a Bottle. Man, imagine that if you could do that. Uh, we're getting into some Doctor Who, and you kind of, you know, bottle or whatever, but, you know, time, it's, uh, um, it flexes like a whore, uh, it does. Uh, we're going back to the basement. Um, uh, I like this guy. This is Patrick. <laughs> He's the old Overholt, O-V-E-R-H-O-L-T, Overholt. Uh, the song's called uh, The Participant. Um, now, we're going to do The Republic. Um, I'm trying to get, because I think I did that last show, but I'm trying to get that one up. We've had a little problem with that. This is The Republic. I'm touching that. The dots are going. Uh, if you dig this, this is the Overholt uh, band camp. Heather was a play in the town's van sand. Husband Mike was a green. You just, just can't bounce the bright belly terror in the bastard bachelor backhand. See, I was way late at the Portland train station. Though I knew in Idaho a nice girl was waiting. Bounce the bright belly terror in the bastard bachelor backhand. When the white woman playing the video poker breaks a rock's glass, asks for fives and the last bounce of bright belly terror in the bastard bachelor backhand. I got sick at the Republic, lost my momentum and my drug addict, missed my train, what a shame, and my last chance to stay sane. 
Yeah, that was Neil Young, a soldier. That's a that's a that's a great campfire song. <laughs> I gotta tell you, uh, he has so many great campfire songs. Uh, we're going back to the basement, kind of. This is um, this is a cat that I've known for uh, a good many years. His kid and my kid have gone to school together, and uh, he's always been a good friend. And he's a, a very accomplished musician. So he laid this on me. Uh, it was my birthday last uh, week, 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, no, really. Thank you. Um, and uh, he gave me a record, which he has, you know, I think he has a few hundred of them in his closet. And he gave me this. So this is the Gels. Hold on. Um, uh, this is the Gels uh, from the record Quality Time. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know. This is side one. Uh, I don't know if it's side one or side two. It's so the way the way the kids were doing, you couldn't tell what was what. So it's either sitting still or uh, missed, uh, Mr. Big. So uh, uh, the gels. So they were they were very they were very hot in the uh, in the early '90s in the uh, LA scene. Here we go. Hold on. My baby's gone and left me. My baby's gone away. My baby's gone and she left me to stay. Oh, oh, I know my baby's gone. Oh, 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 oh. 
That was the death of an angel now. I don't know why I want to be beside her, but I'm afraid to die. My baby's gone. My baby's gone away. My baby's gone. Yeah, she left me to stay. Oh, oh, oh baby, please come back home.
thanks for doing what you got to do to do and um, you know take care of one another and uh, let's uh, use our, uh, our, our positive kind of uh, you know introspective kind of uh, you know that thing that we that we have to reach deep inside that we can help that we can help those who, who need help and we can be helped by those who are willing to help us. Still the tears keep falling They're raining from the sky Well, let the light of me got to go under Before I get high and Don't you let the sun disappear and Don't you let the sun disappear and Don't you let the sun Say that you won't believe in my life. 
o'clock it's time for some comic jam and it is but i'm gonna play one i recorded with pancake yesterday so thanks for tuning in if you're listening to comic jam and come come with a ride to figure out how to go on who you think you're listening to on the radio if you're out there we've got a lot of fun calls we'll talk to lucy stanton for a while Talk to Nathan. Uh, no, wait. Uh, here we go. Corona, some call me Pink Pancake. We recorded this on Monday when we were hanging out. So enjoy. Here you listen. If you're out there. When you hear the tripping music, you know what time it is. I'm here on Mutiny Radio to talk about the universe of things. Um, some call me Tim. Here we are on Some Call Me Tim, special Monday edition, coronavirus, Monday, 16th of March. I'm joined by Pancake. Hello. Hi. So some call me Tim. I host Pam Benjamin. And we talk about why you don't kill yourself. No, other things. Uh, I have you look (laughs) deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus. And then I ask first, uh, do you believe in Jesus? Uh, Not this uh, caricature of Jesus. Not this, uh, not this is like white stoner surfer Jesus, sparkle surfer Jesus. He's so airbrushed. Um, it's perfect. Th- th- this could be the cover of uh, a People's magazine. Oh, yeah. Still. Um, and I wish they just, they put in the effort to make it sparkle on the cover. But um, if it was flat and... 
just what I see now. I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a beard fetish, and I think it all comes back. It was you this year. <laughs> I think this it all comes back. Baby Yoda. It's my newborn. I want to stick my fingers in his little gotita. Baby Yoda. Baby Ooh, Rosie. Mm. Rosie looks evil. Did you think Jesus was the son of God? He must have been. Well, you believe in miracles? Aren't we all the daughters, children of God? Sure. I mean, if you if you be, if you depends if you think God is. <laughs> God hates us right now. <laughs> God I know. Is going on us. Loves us. much he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life and who could yep on the bottom of all of the in and out cards is in and out gonna close oh my god i need to go down to zavolf today and get all the burgers we almost closed the church we already had closed churches the fishing spot oh and the Are house of worship. <laughs> they're gonna. You know what's funny is they're closing down the house of worship, and they're probably keeping the chicken. Oh, <laughs> man. Isn't that funny though? If they're saying all essential jobs is working at McDonald's an essential job, right? They're all. What is an essential job? I don't know. They should close McDonald's and leave real food restaurants open. sanitary cleaners at every restaurant. There's no sanitary cleaners anywhere. <laughs> I don't know where. Well, but they're saying sanitation is, is bad, uh, essential. So, do you believe in heaven? Or l- let me back up. Do you believe in an afterlife? So let's say COVID-19 takes us all down. And I was very close to ego death. Same sensation that you would feel dying. Why would you? Why would you want to do that? Because that's the end, right? It's a little practice run. We've talked about yeah, this a little bit, yeah. And uh, there's something, something after that. I want to go ghost hunting, so it can be like mushrooms and our energy. so real that I can stay in a place without any shape or form. And if that's true, there's got to be something to... There's an afterlife. Yeah. I've seen ghosts. Or, well, if if there's no time, time is, is all time before and after simultaneously, then there's no afterlife. There's just life. So they may have been in a body at one time, but they're still inhabiting the space 
out their their corp- their corporeal thong for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> big big look from Benjamin in the corner. Have you ever seen ghosts? Have you experienced? Have you experienced? Um, you know, a, a, any of that? You you believe in it. You want to find it, but you've never seen it. I'm a man. No, but you can't see air. Um, you can see particles as they ebb into a still under a microscope. Um, we can look at light move. We used a camera to take a picture of light particles moving through air. So, yes. Um, what was the question again? I was saying, have you ever seen a ghost? Oh, um, no, but I've experienced a weird happening, if I may. Yeah, please. My friend had moved to South Dakota into a small college town called Vermilion City. And what I call Vermilion City because it reminds me of the Pokemon, uh, the town in Pokemon, uh, the video game. Vermilion is a word that means green, pretty. Oh. Yeah. Color. It's pretty. a color name. So it's full of old people that are Italian or college students maybe families too small families but um, the only people that would go out at night are college kids coming home from the bar right and I've had a couple instances because I was just off of a main street and um, some some things happen I was only there for a month toxic masculinity following a young innocent um, aspirational woman having uh, the whole house get this guy to walk the other direction for like 10 minutes or just like wait for her to go you know home um, drunk college kids but um, it was like a mini Canada there. Everything was mostly peaceful. And so we left everything unlocked. Cars, doors, houses, everything. One night. All right. So we're going to listen to music because you're probably bored of me and Pancake talking. But we have to go. It's fine. No, I'm saying them. I'm saying them, the people out there. It has nothing to do with you. Your microphone isn't even up. I'm just saying if you're listening to Mutiny Radio Dot FM, which some call me Tim, usually, where we talk about God and stuff. But, you know, we've been talking about that all day long anyway. So some music that isn't music that doesn't suck.
to my critic fuck. fuck your bitch go get some business go i just bought my bitch a bentley Hold up. i'm lying i bought my bitch a business <laughs> my wife said she worked 20 million we drive a lambo through the city i think i'm rumbo with the semi Choose. 
radio.fm is the flat black classic show all this plastic it is flat and black and full of grooves I bought today all of it was less than $20 for all of it about little records about a big record about country bear jamboree Yesterday, but then they did play music and <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we are. Chapter two. I did. I took an important phone call from country radio compatriot buddy who basically, without her, the station doesn't exist. So the savior in my phone, she says, "Hey, Jess, the savior." She is no, because um, the station was falling apart and she was one of the people who was like I got your back and she's had my back for years and years and years and years so you put a number on uh, uh since twenty well since longer than 2013 but since 2013 she's definitely I couldn't do the station without her so her and Richard Kiss are both like 
really, really important people that I never pay <laughs> that do it for free because they love it. And uh, maybe they're Support people. Support the arts. They, yeah, they're patrons of the arts for sure. So thank you. Shouts out to Richard Kiss, our tech in Las Vegas, and that's to Jess. She's out there in Oakland right now running the books and being awesome. And then I am here right now with Pancake, and we're keeping the phones open, 415-550-0511. Tell us. We just had a call. We just had a call. But we missed but it. But we missed it. Sorry. I was on an important call, and I will wait but to I hear from you. But I could take it if we continue the Pixie. Oh, yeah. I'll show you. Whenever anybody calls back, I'll show you how to make that happen. Like Kendall Connors call? It's actually on my phone that you can't see. But Greg is trying to type. Yeah, the entropy <laughs> in the station is great. Um, it, the station is actually the best um, symbol of entropy when people don't understand what entropy is, like kids or whatever, and you're trying to teach them science, and you're like, what's entropy? And usually they say, well, imagine a pile of stones. The sand changes over time. That's entropy. Well, that's not the best example. The best example is in this space <laughs> that – Things start out the way they are, and then more people come in, and then they don't restore things, and things fall apart very quickly. So entropy is the scientific study of how things fall apart, and the station is a great symbol of that, oh, okay. uh, uh, of things starting out the way they're supposed to be and then falling apart, symbol of entropy. And I try to maintain it, but it's almost like you're, you're holding a huge pile, like a sand dune. You're trying to pile it all together and keep the pile, but there's still pieces there's still entropy it's still going to degrade over time that's a sad story oh it was very sad oh my god things that were art pieces have fallen by the wayside and destroyed uh some like damage has been taken just looking around <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know people bump into the walls and the pieces are too low but it's you know the ceiling's a nice patch market. There we go. I can start stapling up there. This um, there's a box behind us that's very scary, and it I have a really great scar on my back from the third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival when there was too many people in here, and I was trying to oh. move behind people without asking for help, and that's I a took jagged. a huge gouge. That's took a, a huge gouge out of my back, and I have got a great scar from it. And every time I see it, I'm like, ah, oh, the stew got me. But it was it was a year where and it's and I was like I'm fine I'm fine and I still it was bleeding and I still have a big you know mark on me but it's it's a reminder of how I need to ask I could have asked someone to move politely out of my way but I was moving really fast that's in the studio freaking people out that's how I got my back injury yep I didn't I didn't you know assert myself yep we I were we myself. were the caregivers become the the care ease mm-hmm. Well, I've learned a couple of lessons this year. One, complaining is not asking for help. Two, I have to ask for help before I need to complain. Yeah. Three, <laughs> I don't need anyone's help. I can do it on my own. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not. That's the old Pam saying. And I'm, I'm also trying to learn how to not freak people out with my energy because it gets really ebullient and it scares people. And I, I've known that for many years. But um, now I'm trying to the scary energy under wraps that I've that you keep me going. I've been seeing you wear these uh, skeleton gloves. Because I'm losing my ass.
ass off because their government is fucking with the weather. <laughs> God. Just obey. Just obey. Just obey and get it done. Tell us what you think. 415-550-0511. They're messing with the weather, Polly. Are they messing with you? Are you okay? Are you alone in your house? Did they do the earthquake in Utah this morning? 5.7. Is God speaking to us now? I hope Keep it to yourself, God. <laughs> you know? If you haven't done anything nice to say, keep it to yourself, God. Lock it up. Remember remember those old days? <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Oh, that's kind of a boring world. These days are long gone. The words can break your bones now. <laughs> all the I fairy tales. In, in San Francisco, they... They put in this uh, place. They put in place all these um, suggestions, heavy suggestions to stay home. Right? When did that happen? Two days ago. What was that? March sixteenth. Was that three sixteen? Mm. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that if anyone believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. That's the Bible verse. Put that. Yeah. Put that on a grander scale. Can you? Um, Interpret that in in a way that that makes it uh, ominous <laughs> or or splendid for everyone. Well, I also I don't like the idea that one person is the savior of all, unless you think of it that we are all one person that we can only save ourselves. And then in that way, I'm okay with it. But I certainly don't like the idea that the entire structure of the world is based on one person that I don't necessarily know. That's gonna come and do some miraculous thing on a white horse on Thanksgiving. Well, we know the mind better, and we can find that people who would use these um, these um, they could take advantage. So I'm gonna pull back the veil for the radio listeners for a minute. One of the things when you deal with microphones is mm -hmm. that inside of them is magnets, kind of like I can't see how the fuck they work, but yeah. we at least know that when you, you have to talk into the magnets, if you do it like this, you won't get the sound. It doesn't reach. There you go. Oh. You've got to strain it. Thank you. There you go. Now we're, now we're picking up what you're saying. Now we're catching up. Well, uh, the people who, who would take advantage in times like these can be found out at an earlier age and they can be helped but we how we we we're have lost hold of each other maybe um we're talking about banding together and taking care of each other oh and not having uh this separation this uh tribalism you know i don't know you and i can't trust you right. well in these times we have to trust each other we don't want to be in the dystopian a movie setting of the w worst times, like the road, we can't trust anyone in those days. So in those fictional times, yeah. How no, no, no. I got do it. Do people no, band together in times like this? Well, that's the question. Do people band together in times like this, or do they become more isolationist? And if they're forcing us to be more isolationist in our own homes, and they're not letting us band together, what does that mean on a larger scale? Like, why keep? I mean, we have to keep people apart because of the virus, but is there a larger motivation for keeping people apart?
part and have they been planning it for a long time? Um, Jeez, am I on the same? Well, I the ominous. why do we need an iPhone 10? The iPhone 2 is just fine. It's got to get more people to buy things. and A new car every year. Got to take resources out of the world and turn it into something so people can have everything they feel that they need. But how much do we really need? And then it comes down to time, stuff, drinks. What do you really need? And who are people, I guess it's just who people are choosing to spend time with. You could rely on the basics. But my generation, we have to ask for permission for everything. We need approval. We haven't known anything for sure unless we looked at our phone and then we forgot what we were talking about in the first place. Well, that is a thing I've brought up about your generation is that we've pulled critical thought from our society in that we used to be able to read texts and be like, I have a basic knowledge to, to weigh this information on. But now that information is also immediate and it just exists, and you're like, oh, that's true, that's false, this is real, this is Wikipedia, like what are, what is the real basic knowledge? And I remember because they when, when I went to college, we didn't have computers and they made us like read books. So the way I used to study for school is that I would take the reader and, and it'd be really thick, it'd be like a thousand pages, and I'd read the whole thing four times. Then I'd be like, yeah, I'm ready for the final. Ask me any question, I'll be fine. Because I read the material and I transmitted it to my brain and I trained it and I chewed it up and it was part of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's what happens with knowledge when you really imbibe it is that it becomes part of you. But now we don't have any of that. There's no one, even when you go to college now, because I taught college for a minute and they don't know anything. They don't know anything. They don't memorize anything. They don't even memorize their own work. Like when you're dealing with poets, and poets, everything comes back to like my own little insular thing, but they wouldn't even memorize their own work. And they, and it's like, if you don't have, if you don't value your own creative output, what do you fucking value? If you won't memorize and craft your own language, what the fuck, man? No, you're right. So everyone's just a bunch of walking iPhone screens and getting all their information right now. What's going on? What's happening? And do we have anything to weigh this against? Do Does anybody know anything about, like, you know, history? Are we the Roman Empire? We're here we are. Bread and circus. Any type space. Yep. Waiting for our imminent doom. Well, I and weren't we all doing that anyway? What else are we? What else are we burning time for? We're all, we're all like, these little bags of skin and consciousness, and we're all just burning time until we die. And we used to burn time like doing important things, like farming and making things and building houses and keeping shelter. But now that all that's sort of a guarantee, like, what do we actually have to do? And it's just burn time. And it's interesting to watch people burn time right now, like playing video games, watching Netflix. And didn't they are they got it all in place? Like there's enough Netflix that you could watch something forever. Mm-hmm. Well, we're supposed to consume, consume, not create. Don't create anything unless it's approved by the powers that be. Uh, but that's why three um, D printers are cool, super cool. And but they don't like push that on you. You have to go to like an art school, and you have to be like approved in all these things but my friend went out of these uh, on the outside of all these and taught himself how to 
do all these things, um, making music. You just uh, eBay is the best place right now. You should. Well, it was. It was. We we missed that window, but um, picking up used high end equipment from the nineties, you know, to make m- music or make uh, oh, in the last ten years, so many things want to be thrown away like you said new new models of everything draw pads for 3d sketching and um yeah, back to the printing thing which is very interesting they oh yeah 3D they were printing. they were studying that you could use hemp to in 3d printers that you could use that as a structure to then grow real human goo on it and you could like 3d print kidneys whoa like because it's because a kidney is like a filter, right? So yeah, you could. There's all kinds of things that, ostensibly, if you're using hemp as a base, then it can hold like human stuff. You know, I don't. I'm not that smart, but they were studying it. So we. I mean, it'd be neat, but only rich people are gonna have access to that, like brand new kidneys that you just 3D print. Hey, I'm a kidney shark. 3D print me enough, but with your own with your own genes or whatever, with your own human stuff, so that there wouldn't be any rejection issues, because it would be yours. They eat right. They don't need, they eat everything that is properly proportioned for their body. They can have the best chefs, and it tastes delicious. I'm not talking about that relatively, but like, you know, average rich people could have a 3D organ printer. They're going to live till they're 200, and all these stuff. not allowed in here it's quarantine <laughs> <laughs> oh he's got the suit he's fully sam's ready for the suit. apocalypse sam's got a suit he's dave that's nice he can look cute in anything put the, hu- put the hood on <laughs> someone get that Ooh. tiktok <laughs> take a picture all the kids <laughs> that's the new style he's gonna make the new Coronavirus. Oh. It's um, happening here. I don't, I don't get uh, all the people dancing in this time of. Uh, How many suits did you get? Oh yeah. Four. How many suits did you get? Two. <laughs> I was spending money. How many did they have left? Use the microphone. Oh, there were some out there, but yeah, you can inspect what's in here. It's fine. 